Chapter Seventeen of King Mumbo. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mama Chira, Tangerang Selatan. King Mumbo, by Paul Deshayu. Chapter Seventeen: The Other Apes of the Great Forest. Oshoria tells about Denshiegombuve's capture of a baby man of the woods, his mother killed. Correspondence of the different apes with the various human races. The next evening, the slaves again made their appearance, and to amuse them, I told them again to fill their pipes and lighted them with my matches to their great delight while they were smoking i said i heard yesterday about the strong and fierce ngina tell me this evening something about the nsiego nsiego mbuve nsiego kengo and kulukamba tell me how you can distinguish the different kinds among these men of the woods as you call them we easily recognize each kind replied Oshoria, for he was again to be the spokesman i will tell first of denshiegombuve he is far from being as tall and powerful as dengina denshiegombuve is the bald-headed man of the woods he is born with thin hair on his head but as he grows older the hair drops off entirely he is the only one amongst the Nshiegos that becomes bald but oguizi the nshiegumbuve when very young has a face whiter and paler than yours though his mother and father are as black as the blackest among us strange to say as the baby nshiegumbuve grows older his pale face grows darker and darker and after a time comes to be as black as that of his father and mother but Oguizi added Oshoria with emphasis. They are so shy that it is very difficult to approach them. The best way is to discover their shelter and lie in wait for them. After a pause, he said, The Nshiego Kengo is born pale yellow and has a pale face also. The blood does not go through its skin as your blood does through yours no matter how warm they are how much they have fun they always remain pale the nshiego mbuve and the nshiego kengo are more intelligent than the ngina they make a shelter for themselves on trees about five or six arms length from the ground there they rest at night as they are afraid of the leopards the man has one shelter the woman another on two different trees close together they do not attack men and run away at the least noise then comes the kulukamba another kind of nshiego this kind is very rare he is different from the nshiego mbuve and shiego kengo he is born black we call him kulukamba because his cry is kulu kulu 
then comes the last of the men of the woods and the most numerous species he goes by the name of nshiegu he is born pale-faced and gradually becomes black he is also very intelligent we can tame easily all the species of young nshiegos and we capture them by killing their mothers when we find them together the reason we call all this kind of men of the woods nshiego is because they are much alike in some respects they all have elongated hands with long fingers and long and narrow feet all nshiegos have big ears too while the ngina has very small ears and much shorter hands and feet all the nginas and the nshiegos are tailless they have a spine like men the nshiegos spend much of their time on trees they are great tree climbers there is the reason that they have long hands and fingers with these they readily seize the branches of trees their feet are also on that account more flexible than those of the ngina when Oshoria had done speaking about all the men of the woods found in this great african forest i thought of the strange orangutans which i had seen alive at home in new york and boston and how wonderfully human they looked with their high foreheads these also live in big forests in the islands of borneo and sumatra they are another kind of men of the woods without tails how strange it is i said to myself that amongst the men of the woods there are three colors as with human beings the orangutans has hair that is brown and a face of almost the same color and corresponds to the brown races the nchiego kengo has somewhat the color of the white man and the ngina and the kulukamba have that of the black man two days after our conversation about the nchiegos i heard a great uproar near regundo's house just as i was emerging from the forest after my morning's hunting i saw a big crowd of slaves and heard loud exclamations of astonishment and the word nshiegombuve and baby nshiegombuve i hurried up and saw regundo oshoria ugula ngola and kuabi coming to meet me they said Oguizi, we have killed Nshiego Mbuve and captured her baby, which is alive and well. Come and see them. Soon after I stood by the side of the dead Nshiego Mbuve, which was perfectly black, and looked with wonder at the very white face of the baby Nshiego Mbuve. I thought I had never seen amongst white creatures such a human face as I did in that little old face of the baby he looked so pale that one might have thought he had just left a sick bed or the hospital he crept over the body of his mother and moaned why why as if he were a human being it was his mode of crying he knew that his mother was dead in the evening oshoria and the slaves assembled and we talked about nshiegombuves and the other men of the woods 
pointing to the little Diego Bouvet fast asleep on a bed of dry leaves, Osoria said. The pale-faced Diego Bouvet and the other men of the woods have in many respects better luck than we poor black men have. They have not to work hard as we do. They have not to dig the ground, to cut down the trees of the forest, to sow or to plant in order to live. If we did not do this, we should die of hunger. Food grows of itself for them in the forest. They can always find something to eat. It is true that there is the race of pygmies, who are human beings like us and live chiefly, like the men of the woods, on the nuts, berries, and fruits of the forest, and do not plant or sow anything. But then the pygmies can trap game and exchange it with the big people for plantains. They know the use of fire and cook their food. These men of the woods do not have to go into the forest and collect firewood. They do not have to carry big loads on their backs. They do not have to cook food. There are a number of things we can do and they cannot. They cannot make fire. They cannot make intoxicating drinks and get drunk. They cannot smoke. They have no idols, no mondas, no witchcraft. They do not sell each other into slavery. They do not beat their mates as we do our wives. These men of the woods look so much like human beings that there are tribes of men who do not eat them for to them it would seem like eating people. But there are many tribes who eat them, just as there are tribes of men who eat people as they eat game. The monkeys, he continued, are the relations of the men of the woods, what human faces they have. When they are traveling in the woods, they have their leaders and follow them. They all understand each other. When we walk in the forest, they look down upon us as if they were human beings. When we shoot and kill them with our bows and arrows, they look at us with their dying eyes as if to say, Why did you hurt me? Have I ever done you any harm? But how angry they look when in captivity if we do something that does not please them. Strange to say, O Guizi, we can trap monkeys, but we can never trap the man of the woods. I do not know that a man of the woods has ever been caught in a trap. O Guizi, do you remember this morning how the baby in Chiegumbuve moaned after his mother, how he walked over her dead body? He knew that she was dead. There is a great difference between the baby human being and the baby of Nshiegombuve and of the other men of the woods. Almost as soon as a baby of the man of the woods is born, his fingers can clutch and cling to his mother. Our babies cannot. They are helpless. It was late when our talk ended. The slaves rose and bade me good night. The dear slaves were my only companions. End of chapter 17 Recording by Mama Jira, Tangerang Selatan